Welcome to Wonder, a podcast for curious kids. Hello, Wonder. Have you ever thought about sending a secret message to a friend? Or try to use a clever code to protect a secret? Have you ever tried to crack a code? Secret messages can be concealed and revealed in ingenious ways. They can be written in invisible ink or lemon juice or contained within a sequence of letters, numbers or symbols. They can be hidden within a document shrunk to the size of a full stop or even concealed inside digital photos. For much of history, Messages sent over a long distance were carried by messengers, not least because visual signals, like flag-waving, smoke signals and flashing lights, aren't practical for long-distance communication. But what if you needed to deliver secret information to a friend? You might think to use a pre-arranged code, sending a messenger on horseback to deliver it. It might take days to arrive, and if the messenger got lost or died, it might not arrive at all but at least your secret would be safe. The process of protecting information in code is called encryption, and it's been around for a surprisingly long time, as has the art of code breaking. Encryption can be done in two main ways. With a code, which means replacing entire words or phrases with something else, usually a shorter group of symbols, or using a cipher, which means rearranging or swapping the individual letters. The Emperor Julius Caesar used a code known as the Caesar Cipher to communicate with his generals. He simply shifted the alphabet by three letters, so if you saw the letter D, you would know that this actually represented the letter A. In this case, the key to the cipher was knowing to shift all the letters by three rather than any other number. But such a simple method of encryption isn't hard to break. More advanced encryption has come with time. In the 15th century, a German monk developed such an advanced system of code that his fellow monks accused him of black magic. Centuries after Caesar, Mary, Queen of Scots, would find out the hard way that using a weak code is dangerous. She was careful to use more than a hundred different ciphers, but in the letters that she sent plotting to assassinate Queen Elizabeth I of England, she used a substitution cipher. This changed all the letters in words to specific symbols. Mary believed this made the message completely unreadable to anyone who didn't have the key. Unfortunately, a team of codebreakers working for Queen Elizabeth realised that they could crack it using the frequency of the letters in the English language. The most common symbol was likely to represent the letter E. Once they had worked out which letters a few symbols represented, the entire code was easily broken, and Mary was beheaded. During the Second World War, both sides used their own methods of encryption to send secret messages, and thanks to the invention of complex electromechanical machines, the codes they used were more sophisticated than ever before. The most famous was a German coding machine known as Enigma. It looked like a typewriter and had 103 sextillion, 
that's 103,000 million, million, million possible different settings to encode its messages. The key to cracking the code could be changed daily. The Germans believed this made Enigma unbreakable. However, Enigma was cracked and the codes were broken, thanks to three Polish mathematicians who shared their work with their allies, the British. Alan Turing was one of the codebreakers who worked at Bletchley Park, Britain's codebreaking centre, during the war. Thanks to a machine he built known as the bomb, the British could decode two German messages every minute. Turing's contribution is estimated to have shortened the war by two years and saved 14 million lives. Take too long to decode a message and the consequences may be dire. In 1962, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Americans took nearly 12 hours to decipher a 3,000-word coded message from the Soviet Union, a delay which brought the world closer to nuclear war than ever it had been before. Secret messages don't have to be contained in text. Steganography is a technique of hiding messages in a picture, a story, or even a physical object. The first known usage of steganography dates from 500 BC when the king of the ancient Greek city of Miletus shaved his servant's head and tattooed a message on his scalp. When the servant's hair grew back, he was sent to deliver his message, which was revealed by shaving his head again. How about using a little-known language to send a secret message? During World War II, the US Army used Native American languages to send information securely. If you listened over the radio, you would hear two members of the Navajo or Cherokee tribes talking. One downside of using an existing and often ancient language is that you are limited to the words of the language. The Navajo language has no word for submarine, so they had to say iron fish instead. With all these methods, both sender and receiver know what the key is and can use it to both encode and reveal the message. Technically, this type of coding uses a so-called symmetric key algorithm. If someone discovers the key, they too can decode all the messages. But computers have given us new ways to encrypt messages, thanks to their huge calculation power. One very secure approach is known as asymmetric cryptography. This is how instant messaging services like WhatsApp work. The messages are end-to-end -end encrypted. Only you and your intended recipient can read them. No one in between, not even the companies who own these apps, can see or modify your message. On the other hand, the Chinese messaging service WeChat doesn't use this form of encryption. Nor are Snapchat messages protected by end-to-end -end encryption, although the company says it will introduce this in the future. Encryption is good for ensuring privacy, although if you were trying to track communication between terrorists, you might wish it wasn't so good. There is a constant race between developing better methods of encryption and people who want to break it. The process of breaking computer encryption to access information is sometimes called hacking. Skilled hackers have even been offered jobs by companies and governments to help improve their security. The development of quantum computers means it is now possible to crack code once believed to be unbreakable. 
those same super-fast computers offer new encryption methods that are even more secure for now. So next time you send a secret message to a friend, how can you ensure that only the two of you can read it? Today the Wonder Podcast was read to you by Luke Irwin. It was written by Tomasz Klitschka and Nikola Klitschkova. It was produced by Camilla Akers-Douglas. 